something happening here But what it is ain't exactly clear There's a man with a gun over there Telling me I got to beware I think it's time we stop Children, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down I'm C.J. Layton coming to you from inside the Phantom Radio Studio Home of the premier radio bowling talk show PBA Hall of Famer Len Nicholson was instrumental in developing the PBA Lane Maintenance Program in 1971, which is still referred to today. He was a founding member of the Bowling Foundation, which was created to finding solutions to scoring issues in bowling. He was also a recipient of the Bowling Industry's Flowers for the Living Award and the John Davis Award in recognition for his contributions to this great sport. And with over 1,200 shows spanning 21 years, this may be the longest-running podcast in human history. So, Phantom fans, let's welcome our host, Len Nicholson, the Phantom. Well, thank you, CJ. And a reminder that Phantom Radio is presented by the Cagle Company, the number one lane maintenance company in the world. For all of your lane maintenance needs, including 24-hour technical support, you can always rely on the Kegel Company. So go to kegel.net. Well, Phantom fans, this week we have another very special guest to talk to as we continue to interview who's who in the world of bowling in each and every area of our great sport. And our guest this week is a regular on our show and is actually backed by popular demand. He's a great friend man who has done it all in our great sport, a Hall of Fame writer, and he continues to contribute to the sports history and entertainment with his almost daily Facebook historical pictures. And you've heard his impressive bio many times before, and I really appreciate him taking the time to be here with us. So Phantom fans, once again, here is Jim Goodwin. Hi, Jim. How you doing, buddy? Good morning, Phantom. Uh, it's uh, great to be here. I'm doing great. Uh, we're hanging in there, and uh, it's a little uh, little warm here in Texas this summer, but we're actually, um, you know, if you watch the news, it sounds like Armageddon, but but it's uh, it's actually not as warm as it was last summer, so we're doing okay. Yeah, we got a heat wave going across the country. It's been over 100 out here for about three weeks in a row now. But, you know, it goes up and down. What are you going to do? Uh, <laughs> the weather's not much we can do about it. But, you know, I want to ask you about your pictures again. But first, I want to mention the disaster that's over in Maui. And uh, we went there for eight years uh, with the PBA regional program. I got to know a lot of people over there. And, boy, my heart's out feeling for them. And, I know you've got a personal situation that you'd like to talk about. So you got the floor, my friend. Yeah, uh, my my grandson, Noah Goodwin, and his girlfriend, Margaret Stoddart, uh, live in Maui. They've been there a couple of years, and Noah works for his uncle's plumbing company. And um, unfortunately, uh, they were there in, uh, I think it's Lahaina or the, anyway, the town that uh, that burned. And uh, they they barely barely got out in one of the company vans, and they had to 
uh, leave behind their their homes and their the plumbing shop and their cars and everything else and so they they lost all that stuff and they're they're trying to to do a GoFundMe and for, fortunately um, um, Margaret Stoddart's uh, my son's girlfriend's uh, grandparents had a a place on the other side of the island so they're all they're all they're all staying over there right now trying to figure out what they're going to do next and it's a it's a terrible situation and and uh, you know I I think you know they'll probably come home to Texas for a while at least it's going to take it's going to take a long time to to rebuild all that but it's uh, we're just uh, we're happy that they're they're safe and and we're very sad that see you know so many others uh you know, did did not make it out. The news is now reporting uh, close to a hundred people have lost their lives. So it's 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 devastating. Certainly a disaster. You know, uh, we used to have three tournaments a year over there, and we'd go to Lahaina every time they had a hamburger joint there. You upstairs, best hamburgers in the world, uh, cheeseburgers and fries. But what a shame. Uh, what do you know about this GoFundMe? page uh, to tell our listeners to go take a look at it well they you know they got this going to try to you know figure out how to get back on their feet you know and and um i don't know much about how gofundme works i tried to do something on facebook and i screwed it up but um anyway i guess you can other people have said they've looked it up and they found it so i guess you can look it up under their name uh, i think margaret's the one that did it margaret stoddart s-t-o-d-d-a-r-t is is her name and then Noah Goodwin um and they've um, they got this thing going and hopefully uh you know people help them out a little bit and they can they can um, get going again i mean they've got to they got us to do it i mean they have no clothes no cars no uh, you know nothing i guess they you know still got a a little bit in their checking account and they're they're going to have to buy some airplane tickets and and come home for a while, I think. So, what a shame. is your name on there anywhere, Jim? Where people might my be- name's not. It's Noah. Noah. Noah's name is on there. Noah Goodwin, G O O D W I N. But I think Margaret. Margaret's the one that did the uh, that did the page. I I haven't looked at it. It's uh, uh, since uh, CJ showed it to me uh, back a few days ago when they started it. But S T O D D. A-R-T is her name, Margaret Stoddard. Well, we're going to urge everybody that we know to help out over there. Uh, The American people are wonderful that way. It's surprising how they come together. I've never used uh, that that thing before, that program, but I've always sent it directly to people because I didn't know anything about doing all that kind of technical stuff on the Internet. But uh, GoFundMe page, if they look for Margaret Stoddard, uh, people that do know how to work these things, they can probably figure it out. But we can yeah. talk about that for a couple hours, Pards, and maybe we'll say one more thing at the end of the show. But let's start with talking about one of your most interesting pictures. and It's a photo of a 1972 Dodge van. <laughs> what's, that, <laughs> what's that all about? The old blue van. I, I that's the van that uh, we traveled to many uh, PBA regional tournaments in. You know, back in the back in the '80s, you know, the big thing was to buy these full-size vans and and uh, customize them. 
And so, you know, I, I bought one from a friend of mine that was in the air conditioning business, and and we fixed it all up. And and uh, John Martin and Steve Ray and I and some others, you know, we we traveled to a, quite a few uh, PBA Southwest regionals in that van and we you know and our family had a lot of we took a couple of family vacations in it so it's a it was a good old dependable uh van it kind of looks like a hot rod it's a it's a it's a nice looking van if you want to take a look at the picture but it was a lot of fun we traded it in on one of those fancy ones but uh, actually we sold it to one of our employees at our bowling center and then and then bought another one but it uh it's a it was a great vehicle to get around the country in and Especially if you had a lot of bowling balls to take with you. Boy, I'll tell you. you know, I'm, sure, you, I'm sure there were a lot of PBA guys that traveled in, in vehicles similar to that one. Exactly. Yep. You know, the, you work closely with a, a ex good friend of mine. He passed away, but Cecil Cadell wasn't he a beauty? Oh yeah, Cecil's Cecil was a Cecil was in two branches of the service and served in the, in the two wars and and he was a He's a tough guy, but a, a good guy, and he was fair to everybody. And he uh, he really uh, did a good job with the Southwest region. Mark uh, Gerberich told me that uh, he thought that Cecil and Ida Cadell should be in the PBA Hall of Fame. So they did a great job. He certainly did. All right, here's another one. And uh, this guy was a clutch performer as a pro, and he was one of my all-time favorites. And I know you know him well, Tony Westlake. Yeah, Tony, uh, ice water in his veins. I mean, that guy, Tony Westlake. I mean, if you want to pick a pick a player, and I've heard others say this that if you wanted to to find a guy to get a strike for all the cheese, uh, he was he was the guy. You know, and he he was part of the the group that Richard Altman uh, uh, backed on the uh, PBA tour. And I, I think he ended up winning, you know, four titles. He wasn't out there that long, but he won. He won four titles, and he, boy, he, and he bowled a lot of action with Gary Dickinson and Duke and and uh, Mike Edwards and all those guys uh, from Oklahoma. And uh, he, uh, he's just a, a great bowler and a really, really laid back good guy. And uh, he won the Red River Doubles, uh, I think. And uh, he's he. He's just uh, one of those players that would bowl anybody, anywhere, anytime for any amount. And if you um, weren't careful, you'd walk out with your uh, with your wallet pretty empty after you came across <laughs> Tony Westlake. Boy, <laughs> that's for sure. I love that guy. He was clutch cargo. All right. Yeah. Uh, all right, here's another one. It's a picture of a beautiful girl. Her name is... Paula Sperber Carter, and she's accepting an award from Jim Bennett. Tell us about that. Yeah, that's uh, that's when they used to have the the fancy dinner uh, every year, sponsored by Brunswick, I believe. And uh, Jim Bennett was, um, you know, at the user vice president or president of Brunswick, and uh, he presented that salute to champions. Um, uh, award to uh, it was in honor they picked one person to honor each time and that particular year i don't i can't remember which year it was they honored you know paula and uh it's a great picture of her and uh, getting the award from from jim bennett 
and uh, she she sent me a nice note after that picture ran. She said, "Boy, that was a great that was a great night that we had there with every, everybody. It's a it's a black tie uh, affair, and everybody dresses up and and um, you know pretends that they uh, you know that they're one of the fancy people for a day, for a night. So, <laughs> and she deserved that award as much as as much as anybody ever has. For sure. All right, this next one, it was taken at the Forum Bowl in Grand Prairie with the proprietor, Jeannie Hulsey, and it's got Mark Roth, Marshall Holman, Pete Couture, and the great Mike Berlin. Yeah, that's the year, I believe, uh, If I'm not looking at the picture, but I believe that's the year that Mark won the uh, the Quaker State Open PBA Tournament. And uh, and if I remember, Mar- Marshall finished second. So I mean, what a what a great tournament is it when you have Mark Roth and Marshall Holman first and second in any tournament. And uh, that's the year he won. Mark won, and he's holding the trophy. And Marshall's kind of giving him the the evil eye. He wasn't real happy at that point, but <laughs> but uh, you got Jeannie there. You know, and Jeannie was terrific no matter what. And uh, Mike Berlin and Pete and the the picture the Pete Couture if you if you go to that picture you see Pete he's a little skinny guy with a with a big afro so <laughs> it's a uh, it's it's a great great photo of a great group. Well, I tell you what, Jim, these pictures they they put goose pimples on my arms because you know it kind of puts you back into that 1970s mode you know at at point uh, I love it. Uh, Wherever yeah, I think they're all wearing bell bottoms in that picture. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's they, they invented that word nostalgia for these kind of pictures. Yeah, that bell bottoms are coming back, but that's when they were in style the first time. <laughs> all right, I got one more here that uh, I want to talk about. It's it's turned out to be a good personal friend, really, to both of us, and it's a great picture of Vinnie Atria. Oh yeah, Vinny, golly. Vinny Atria is uh you know, if you go to the Who's Who a bowling book, if there is such a thing, uh, you'll find uh guys like Vinny Atria and, and Joe Vito at the at the very top of the greatest amateur bowlers of all time. I mean they they're guys that won uh, everything as amateurs and they made so much money in the mega buck tournaments and places like that that they that they never turned pro. Uh, however, Vinny did turn pro uh, to bowl in the Generations Pro Bowling Tour in 2006. And to prove that he was as good as anybody, he ended up winning three titles on that tour. So uh, it's a pretty pretty amazing guy and one of the and one of the nicest people you'll ever meet from Louisville, Kentucky, or from anywhere. And and uh, he and his he and his wife Michelle are great, uh, great people. They sure are. You know, I moved back there in 1969 uh, to live with Hardwick for a while, and I, I got to know Vinny. Uh, Hardwick's sponsor was a partner in the bowling center there, and Pee Wee's uncle, or I mean Vinny's uncle, was Pee Wee Reese. So. Oh yeah, you told me that. Yeah. Uh, Back when we were together in Louisville, Kentucky, at uh, Bowl Expo a couple of years ago, I think uh, you know we ended we saw Vinny because you and uh, you and your son Chris um, got a ride to the airport with him. So yes, we did. That was a great reunion. Uh, 
it's always great seeing him. And uh, I'll tell you what, he was a great bowler. You were the press guy for them. And I remember following that tour. It was it wasn't on TV, but it was in the newspapers, on the internet, and all that kind of stuff. And you always wrote score, uh, stories about it. And all I could see is Vinny Atria, Vinny Atria, Vinny Atria. Uh, holy mackerel! You know, I knew he was good, but I kept telling him, "Why didn't you go on the tour?" You know, he said, "Ah, there was yeah. a lot, there was a lot of amateur action I could bowl and stay close to home." So. Yeah, I think he was ranked number three on that tour, but behind behind the only two guys are David Ozio and 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 Dale Eagle or Dale Glenn. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, they they were the they were the big three, and of course Mark Roth won a title there. David Davis won a title. Dave Sutar won a title. So it was a it was a great tour while it lasted in 2006 and seven, and uh, and Vinny. Um, Vinny was a big part of it. We really, we love Vinny. He's a, he's, like I said, forget about the bowling. He's just, he's just a really nice guy. I agree with you a hundred percent. All right, partner. I, I got to mention our Phantom Radio Junior Bowling Club. You know, I've done it before and I want to keep doing it because we want to give these kids as much publicity as possible. Uh, I've been going to a lot of junior tournaments and I've said it before and I'll say it again. You know, the camaraderie with these kids out there, the talent is unbelievable. Uh, the enthusiasm, they're, they're standing by watching the other guys bowl. They give them a high five every time. It, it's no cutthroat. It's just a lot of young talent. And some of these kids are seven, eight years old. They already know how to drill a bowling ball. I mean, they're so knowledgeable. It, it's scary sometimes. And uh, this one gal, um, She's been winning everything. Caitlin Abagania. I don't know if you know the name or not, but she just won five medals down at the Peru at the World Games for the juniors. And I was talking to her, and she says, I said, what are you rubbing on your ball? And she told me some, I don't know, some special name. I never heard of it before. I says, well, who drills your equipment? Oh, I do. Oh, really? <laughs> Unbelievable. How old is she? Uh, she's like uh, 12 or 13, I think, by now. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Where do you see her bowl? She's bowled a couple huh. of women's events, and, you know, she's still a little bit young, but uh, and I'm sure some of these older women that are pretty good players intimidate some of these young girls, but that's going to be the stars of the future. There's another one. She's a two-hander, and uh, her name's Bella. Uh, you're going to hear all kinds of things about her. But anyway, uh, yeah, these kids are, are unbelievable. We're up to 99 members now. All they got to wow. do is join, and we give them free prizes for just for joining. If they send me a note that they listen to my show, I want them to listen so they can learn because we want to pass along a lot of information and knowledge. And if they send me a note, I don't care what they say. Yeah, I love your show. I hate your show. I love that guest. I don't like that guest, blah, 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 whatever they want to say. As long as they verbalize, I'm going to send them a prize. So we got all kinds of prizes. People have donated stuff for us, and we're, we're passing those things out uh, all across the country. So as I said, 99 members already, and it's growing. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of junior groups out there, uh, and you'd be surprised how good this talent is. And 
you know, I think our sport's in good hands with the kids coming up nowadays because uh, there's a lot of organizations going on, a lot of good people, and uh, I'm very proud of the kids. But anyway, I wanted to get back and give you one more mention about Lahaina over there uh, where your grandson is. Uh, you say you got something going with uh, GoFundMe, and that's under what's, – what's that name under again, Pards? Yeah, I, well, I don't have it going. They do. Uh, Margaret Stoddart is his girlfriend's name. Uh, S T O D D A R T, and um, they're just, uh, you know, they're trying to get everything together and uh, make a decision about what they're going to do next. This thing is, uh, this thing happened, I think, a week ago today or a week ago tomorrow. It hadn't been very long, but um, you know, the island still is without power and without, you know, they're trying to restore, you know, basic services to the part that's still working, but that's. It's tough. Uh, so, you know, we can just offer up, uh, you know, some prayers for them. I've had a lot of people, I've, I put a little note on my Facebook, and a lot of people said, you know, they're sending out prayers, and that's great. All right, Pards. Well, I'm sure they appreciate your help, and uh, I'm going to definitely get involved myself. But uh, anyway, the old clock and all does tell me we're about out of time, and I can't believe how quick the time flies in this show, but probably why they say it's the fastest show in all the sports. But uh, once again, I want you to know that I really appreciate you being on with us and giving our listeners all the information that you did and prayers go out to your grandson and his girlfriend. And we really enjoyed talking with you as usual. And I hope you're going to be around next month because we're going to keep this going. As long as you got pictures, we're going to talk about it because it renews all the history and the tradition and people are going to love to see this. We're getting a lot of emails still about, oh, I want to see this. I want to see that. How come you don't have one of Billy Hardwick? I says, I've already talked about Billy Hardwick a couple of times. So <laughs> <laughs> you, you you got something of everybody out there. So anyway, um, that's going to wrap up another show for this week. And I want to thank my partners in the Junior Tournament Club, uh, Dave Kowalski and also Sam Villarreal and also Brian Hirsch. This is all volunteers. We're not making any money on it. We just want to promote the kids. But uh, anyway, it's good hearing from you, Jim. We look forward to talking to you again next month. Have yet another show to put on and talk about all the pictures that you got going on out there. And we want to thank our sponsors, Storm Bowling and Brad Edelman from the High Roller and all that they do for bowling and for their help with us. They've both been with us since we started in 2002. We've done about 1,250 shows now. That's not counting what we used to do in the summer. Remember, we did, did some in the summertime too, Parts. You would help me with uh, Jackie Wyckoff and all that, remember? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's amazing that you've done that that many shows. That's, that's really something to be proud of. Well, that's one good thing and, about being and old. And the kids, too. I'm, I'm so happy to hear the... The kids' program is going well, and we got some reports from Linda Barnes on that uh, on that event down in Peru, and that, and, and uh, she sent us a lot of stuff on what was going on down there with the young people. They're great. Cool. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I know they're involved. They got a couple of kids. Actually, the kids are getting a little bit old now, right? Isn't one of them in college by now? Yeah, both of her boys are in college now. So, oh, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, and they're not just in college. They're both great bowlers too. 
Oh, that figures are supposed to be, I guess. But yeah. The genes they have. But anyway, Pards, uh, thanks again for being on with us. And give my best to your lovely wife. I love her too. This is the Phantom. When you're down and troubled and you need some loving care and nothing, well, nothing is going right. Close your eyes and think of me and soon I'll